welcome back to the Holistic Women's Health Podcast. Today will be a solo episode and we'll be talking all about missing periods post birth control. So this is something that many women experience post birth control. A lot of my clients end up coming to me because they haven't had their period for one year, three years, five years, and it can be super frustrating and confusing, wondering why is this happening? I've been off the birth control for many, many years now. Why didn't my period come back? So in this episode, we'll be talking about all the reasons why it could be missing post-birth control, and some of these also do apply pre-birth control as well. So if you haven't had a period and you've never been on birth control, some of these reasons may apply as well. If you're currently on birth control and you're missing your period, that is likely due to the birth control or the type of birth control. If you don't take any sugar pills, if you're on the pill or if you're on the IUD, a lot of the brands is very common that you just will not get a period. And getting a period is essential. Your body is made to bleed every month. It's made to shed every month. Not only is this affecting you physically, but also mentally and emotionally, not having that release every month. I know for a lot of my clients that come to me, they just say it feels weird to be on the IUD and just to not have a period. I know at first it may seem like the best thing in the world, but then after a few months, it's just kind of like, okay, I'm really bloated. I don't get that sense of relief. And it can be exhausting just feeling the same every day, day in, day out. And as women who get periods, it's normal to be a different person throughout the month as your hormones are changing naturally. So a lot of my clients are really excited to come off birth control and actually meet themselves again and see what it actually feels like to be themselves and have their own emotions and their feelings and their own hormones and how they feel different throughout the month and how some points during the month they just want to clean everything and other points during the month they're super chill and then at other points they're just wanting to go out and be social and do things and try new things and meet new friends and so I'm excited to talk about this topic because I know a lot of women in my DMs are always messaging me being like, okay, what can I do? How can I get my period back? So first off, I just want to let you know that it's important to understand that birth controls work by suppressing your ovulation. So when you stop taking them, it can take some time for your body to get back into its natural rhythm. There's something called the HPO axis, which is hypothalamic pituitary ovarian axis, where your brain and ovaries communicate. So HPO axis not going to get too scientific, keep it pretty straightforward, but essentially that just means that your brain is communicating with your ovaries. And since birth control is stopping that communication, it's supplying your body with dosed hormones. It cuts off that communication because your brain's like, oh, we're getting hormones. We don't really need to communicate with the ovaries and figure out when's a good time to get pregnant and produce ovulation hormones and produce hormones 
at different phases throughout your cycle. So just know that it can take some time to come back online for this communication to start connecting again, which can cause a delay in the return of your period. So this can take a few months for your cycle to actually regulate. And in my experience, it's pretty much right on that three month mark for your body to detox out all the birth control hormones. I know when I came off birth control back in the day and when my clients come off any type of birth control or the pill, it's pretty much at that three month mark where their period goes from 28 days to 30 days. Or I know mine went from 28 day on the mark all the way to 36 on that three month mark. And then it kind of took a couple months to balance out. And now it's pretty much 30, 31. That is my cycle. So instead of a 28 day cycle, mine's like 30, 31. Everyone's is a little bit different. Yours could be 26. You could have a shorter cycle, which means you ovulate a little bit earlier on and you're having a shorter follicular phase or you could have a longer cycle. You could have a 36 day cycle. So I would say if you're not already just tracking your cycle and your period on an app like Clue or 28, Fem, F-E-M-M, MyFlow, whatever app you like the best. I like Clue because it's women owned. They don't share your data with anybody. It's pretty easy to put in all the markers. They give you a menu that has all the signs and symptoms you might already be experiencing. So you basically just click, click, click and plug it in. So if it's taking more than three months to get your period back, then there might be some underlying factors at play. So let's talk about some of those. The number one common reason why your periods might not have come back after stopping the birth control is stress. And this is something I talk a lot about with my clients. Stress basically impacts everything. It can delay ovulation. It can stop ovulation. It can impact your sleep, your hormones, all sorts of things. It can impact the functioning of your hypothalamus, which is responsible for regulating your menstrual cycle. And when the hypothalamus is under stress, it can disrupt the production of hormones needed for ovulation and menstruation. So stress of any kind can move that ovulation. So if you're traveling, if you're flying, if you're in different time zones, if you catch the cold or flu, if you have some sort of autoimmune disease and you're in a flare, this can all delay or stop your period because your body is preoccupied putting other things on the forefront that it's like, oh, it's probably not a good time to have a baby. So we're just going to stop ovulation, stop the period because we're busy trying to keep this person alive. So stress of any kind, good stress, bad stress. <laughs> very, very stressed, little stress, depending how you're dealing with it can for sure, for sure impact your menstruation, ovulation, your period. So start there. And I know it's one thing for me to just say, Ooh, just don't be so stressed. Just, just don't be so stressed. Just chill out. But it's another thing for you to actually put into plan, like genuinely what is actually going to make you less stressed. Find whatever's gonna let go of your stress, whether it's yoga, meditation, deep breathing, going for daily walks, having a journaling practice, 
seeing a therapist, seeing a nutritionist or a naturopathic doctor, getting acupuncture, going to a yoga class, joining a running club, joining a book club, making time to go out with your friends. So genuinely find whatever is going to decrease your stress and then implement it on the daily. Reason number two why your period could be missing is nutrient deficiencies. So the birth control pill specifically can deplete your body of many, many key nutrients that you need to make healthy hormones and to have a healthy period like magnesium, zinc, vitamin B6, CoQ10, folate, and so, so many more vitamins, minerals that you need to make healthy hormones. So when these nutrients are lacking, it can interfere with your menstrual cycle. And essentially we just need to create this nice warm and cozy environment where our body feels safe so we can ovulate and get our period back. So if you've been on the birth control pill for any amount of time, you're going to need to replenish those nutrients. So I'll talk about all the things to do after I give you all the possible reasons why it might be missing. Next is excessive exercise. So you may have heard of any type of athlete, runner, and they don't get their period from over-exercising. So if you've been training for a marathon, running long distances, heavy weightlifting, lots of training at the gym, this can essentially cause a change in your hormone levels and essentially disrupt your menstrual cycle, causing no period. So just be mindful of your exercise, which leads me into the next point as well of under eating. Making sure you're eating enough food is essential, especially healthy fat and protein. Your body needs fat and also body fat to make hormones. So you need to make sure that you're eating enough healthy fats, avocados, olive oil, all those really good foods to make hormones. And then one of the last reasons is any type of condition, any type of illness, hormone condition. So it could be a thyroid issue. If it's underactive or overactive, this can cause irregular and missed periods. PCOS, one of the most common causes of irregular periods. So if you're not sure what PCOS is, it's polycystic ovarian syndrome or polycystic ovary syndrome. Sometimes it's called PCOS. So this is a hormonal disorder that can cause irregular periods, missed periods. This is typically because your ovaries are producing too much androgens, which are male hormones that can interfere with ovulation. And... PCOS is often masked by the birth control pill because it's giving your body hormones. So you don't know what your actual hormones are like off birth control. And then many women find when they come off of birth control, they're like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I have insulin resistance, trouble losing weight, facial hair, the hair on my head is thinning. I'm experiencing irregular periods all over the map. I have cysts on my ovaries. So those are all signs and symptoms of PCOS. What you can do is get some testing done. So some blood work, test your LH and FSH, as well as your androgens like testosterone on your blood work. So these can be helpful to see and confirm if you do have PCOS. Other reasons could be premature ovarian failure, which is POF for short, or premature ovarian insufficiency, POI for short. 
And this happens when the ovaries stop functioning properly before the age of 40. So this can happen in your 20s and 30s and lead to missed periods among many other symptoms. So if you're experiencing any type of menopausal symptoms, hot flashes, moodiness, irritability, trouble sleeping, missed periods, and you are under 40, then this could be something to explore further, look into more, bring up with your doctor, your primary care provider. And then lastly is any type of other chronic illness, diabetes, lupus, any type of autoimmune condition. These are some other possible reasons why your period can go missing. And so just know that whatever you're going through, you are not alone. There will always be someone experiencing what you're experiencing, someone who can help you. So you are not the only one missing your period and don't fear. There are typically things you can do to help bring your period back. And I guarantee you, you're not alone. So let's talk about some things you can do to help bring your period back. If you want to get your period back, address your sources of stress in your life. So you could make a change in your lifestyle. If you're typically a go, go, go person, start taking things slower, trying something like meditation, yoga, hit up Pinterest, search for stress decreasing activities, find one that you like and start implementing it. The other thing you can do is start cycle syncing your workouts. So this is something that I've been doing since 2018, 2019, and I've just basically cycle synced my life. So the food I eat, the way I exercise, my social activities, my work, it all revolves around which phase I'm in in my cycle. So podcasts happen typically during follicular phase or ovulation, sometimes luteal, Rarely ever when I'm on my period, I typically block out most of my schedule when I'm on my period and that's when I'll do anything that's more introverted. So going through the files on my computer, journaling, reevaluating my business, all those things happen when I'm on my period. Anytime I'm doing a podcast, speaking engagements, clients, all that typically will happen in, during other phases of my cycle. So... Cycle singing your workouts. If you start there, that will make a huge impact on your hormones to help bring your period back. And if you want to learn how, I do have a whole course on all of this, how you should be eating, exercising, working, hanging out with your partner, all of that in this course. I go into super, super detail. I give you recipes, meal plans, workouts, extra handouts, all that kind of stuff. And then point number two, nutrition, making sure you're eating whole foods, nutrient-dense foods, leafy greens, nuts and seeds, proteins, healthy fats. Please do not be afraid of fat. You need fat to be able to make and synthesize your hormones as we touched on. So make sure you're getting at least 30 grams of protein, especially for breakfast. That's always a good place to start. So breakfast doesn't mean, you know, seven in the morning before work. Breakfast is your first meal of the day. Ideally, if you're trying to get your period back, you're not fasting in the morning. So getting some sort of protein will really, really help your body to just say, listen, we're safe. We're getting food. You can have a period now. Next would be in terms of supplements. There are tons and tons and tons of things you can do depending on 
why your period is missing. A good place to start would be replenishing those nutrients that are depleted, magnesium, zinc, B6. So you could do the antioxidant formula by Pure Encapsulations. That is what it's called, antioxidant formula by Pure Encapsulations. The vitamin B6, I like the liquid by Designs for Health. It has a nice light little raspberry flavor. And if you're someone struggling with acne or skin, I would say avoid B complexes unless you are low in B12 on your blood work, then that would be important to increase. But B12 can, in some cases, in some people, make acne worse. So if you're worried about skin when you're coming off the pill, focus on vitamin B6 instead of a B complex. And then magnesium. I like powders in my water is just so much easier for me to to do powders or liquid supplements. I'm terrible at swallowing pills. I forget about them all the time. So for me, what's consistent is me drinking my water. So I will always prefer some sort of powder that goes in my water. That's how I get most of my supplements in. So I do like the magnesium bisglycinate by Canprev. That's going to be here in Canada. If you are in the States, I was browsing my online supplement dispensary called Fullscript, and there is something called Mag Soothe in tart raspberry lemonade flavor by Jigsaw Health. I've never tasted it, but it sounds delicious, so you could try something like that. I would just make sure that it is magnesium bisglycinate. That's going to help a lot more with any cramps, mood, sleep compared to any other formulas. So citrate is typically, citrate and oxide are the cheaper forms that you'll find in magnesium calm. That one's all right, but... Citrate I'll recommend if you are constipated, that is amazing, but just in terms of everything else I mentioned, sleep, stress, brain, memory, concentration, all those things, I do prefer magnesium bisglycinate. It just covers more territory, if you will. So for the magnesium, I can't remember what it's called, it's just the magnesium bisglycinate powder by Canprev. The blueberry flavor and the orange is my favorite. And then I would say the tropical is third favorite. And then, like I said, if you're in the US, you can try the Mag Soothe Raspberry Lemonade by Jigsaw Health. Send me a message. Let me know if you do try it, if it is any good. And then tip number four, get enough sleep. Sleep, I know, I know, I know. You don't want to hear it. It's boring. It's extremely underrated. If you want to learn about all the benefits of sleep... Andrew Huberman and Sean Stevenson are always my go-to resources. Just listen to a couple podcast episodes of them talking about all the benefits that you get from getting a good night's sleep and then the repercussions that can happen if you don't get enough sleep. So sleep important for so many, so many, so many things. Your hormones, preventing Alzheimer's in the future, your gut health. It's literally so important for everything. So aim for seven to nine hours of quality sleep every night to help support your hormones and your menstrual cycle. And then the last thing I'll suggest is getting some sort of testing. The Dutch test is my absolute favorite. I use it and recommend it to almost every single one of my clients. I've done the Dutch test. I can't stop ranting and raving about it. Honestly, sometimes supplements are just a shot in the dark, but once you get the Dutch test done, 
or the GI map test done to see what your gut health is like. The Dutch test, so it's an at-home test where you just dip these paper strips in your urine, let them dry, send the test off, and it tells you all your hormones, how they're being synthesized, how they're being detoxed out, how they're being processed, how you're sleeping, how your stress levels are. It's just the best test. So I would say whether it's blood work or you're doing the Dutch test, ideally you're waiting about three months after coming off of birth control just so you make sure there's no more hormones in your system so we can actually see what it's like. But I know that three-month period feels like you're waiting forever. So in the meantime, while you're waiting for those three months, then I would definitely say do the antiox formula, the magnesium, the vitamin B6, do those for a couple months and then do the testing for your hormones to see what your actual hormone levels are at, how these hormones are contributing to your skin health, to your gut health, to your energy, your mood. So that I would definitely recommend. And if you're anything like me, you're like, oof, that was a lot of information. So let me give you a little recap why your period might be missing, stress, nutrient deficiencies, over-exercising, under-eating, any type of hormone condition like thyroid, PCOS, premature ovarian failure or premature ovarian insufficiency, and then any type of other chronic illness, diabetes, lupus, etc. Things you can do to get your period back, decrease your stress, focus on your nutrition, 30 grams of protein for breakfast, having healthy fats, taking some supplements, working with a practitioner for supplements, sleep, at least seven hours, ideally eight or nine hours of sleep, and then some sort of testing like the Dutch test, blood work, so you could test LH, FSH, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. It's just not ideal to do through blood work. You get a much better picture through the Dutch test. And those are all my tips if your period is missing post-birth control. So essentially just remember that the menstrual cycle can be affected by many, many, many factors. So it's important to just look at all these different areas of your life kind of from that holistic perspective, W-H-O-L-E. So whole everything, all the different areas of your life where your stress is coming in from, Are you miserable at work? Do you hate your friend group? Evaluating all these areas and also focusing on meditation. You can do a womb healing meditation. You can do all sorts of things to just appreciate your body. Surround yourself with someone who talks very positively about their body and their period. If your family members and your friends are constantly saying, oh, having a period sucks. If you have that attitude, studies actually show that your period will be more painful. So surround yourself with people who talk very positively about their menstrual cycle and tell your body it's safe. You can get your period. All these things that might sound very woo-woo actually do work a lot. Something we didn't really get to talk a lot about as well is seed cycling, where there's not a whole lot of research on it, but just from women's experiences does help a lot with hormone balancing. So if you don't currently have a period, you can do seed cycling according to the moon calendar. That's something that we can definitely talk more about as well. Let me know if you're interested in an episode talking about that, and I can totally do that for you. But 
essentially all that to say, just be gentle with yourself. It can take some time. So just have the bigger vision in your mind instead of just hoping that it'll come back instantly right away. Just focusing on that bigger picture. And that's all for me today. So thank you so much for listening in. If you like this episode, definitely share it with a friend who needs to hear this info, someone who's been on birth control and trying to get their period back. You can also subscribe, rate, or review the podcast. And for more health, wellness, and lifestyle tips, you can come say hi to me on Instagram at Nutrition Moderation, on TikTok at Nutrition Moderation, online at NutritionModeration.com. And I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are, and I'll chat with you very soon. Yeah.